So tonight we are going to talk all about the full moon in Virgo. We'll quickly touch base on what it means to be in full moon energy, and then we'll talk about Virgo's influence on this moon. We're also going to touch base briefly on Jupiter and Venus right now because they are coming into play. We're also going to go into the eastern side of the world, talk about Holly, the celebration of Holly going on right now, and also the Vedic astrology of this moon. So if you are ready to learn about the moon, I invite you to get cozy. Go ahead and get yourself something to take notes with if you need it. And we are actually going to start with some deep, deep breathing. Namaste, and welcome to the Follow Your Path podcast. I'm your host, Vina Lene Rachel. I'm a moon priestess, intuitive, emotional alchemist, and channeler of the divine, and I've been diving into the world of the spiritual and metaphysical for over a decade now to self-heal my own trauma, become more emotionally stable, and cultivate my manifestation magic. I am so excited to now be bringing these same tools and techniques to you on this channel. There are a variety of ways for us to work on our higher selves. We can use practices like yoga, meditation, and breath work. We can receive energy work, crystal healing, or pull to row and oracle cards. We can call on our angels, ancestors, spirit guides, spirit animals, or more. Or maybe we find more alignment with astrology and the moon. I'm going to hold space for it all here on this channel. As you navigate each episode, I hope you find the guidance and wisdom you need to find your own path of self-healing and magic. May you become confident and courageous enough to continue to follow the path that best serves you. Thank you so much for tuning into this channel and trusting me to be a part of your unique journey. It truly is an honor to do this work and be here. Let's dive into today's episode. Namaste, everyone. We are going to go into our moon circle in just a few moments. But right now, Instagram is telling me that everyone's getting the notification that we are live. So we will take this minute for everyone to get that memo and get tuned in. Tonight, we're going to be talking all about the full moon in Virgo. So get ready to maybe have something to write or take notes with. Um, you also just might find yourself wanting to write things down at the end of this uh, circle for a fire burning ceremony. Um, maybe have something to drink, make yourself comfortable. I'm here at my studio tonight. I actually just got done teaching class. I have three classes on Mondays and I didn't want to wait until tomorrow to do the moon circle because this full moon is actually rising right now, right now this evening, and it will peak about 640 in the morning tomorrow uh, central time. So I wanted to go ahead and get ahead of the energy and do our moon circle tonight, but I am here at the studio, so I'm getting settled in, and I invite you to do the same. Just get yourself cozy. Um, we're here to just casually hang out, talk a little bit about the moon and what's going on, and share anything in the chat that happens to come up. I also have to admit that I had all my things gathered for this moon circle, got them all ready at home because I knew I'd be doing my circle here from the studio tonight, and then I left it all. <laughs> I left it all. Full moon prana, messing with my mind, making me feel like I uh, am all over the place today, and I forgot my materials. But good thing is, here at the studio, I have all kinds of woo, and I had some of the... Um, items that I needed here. So it's all going to work out. But if you have any woo or any uh, magical materials that you would like to bring into the circle tonight, go ahead and bring those in now. We are connecting through the ether, which means that we experience everything shared here uh, digitally. It moves beyond the dimension of space and we receive that. So if you have your own magic you want to bring into the space, 
Feel free to share, put it in the comments. Let us know what you're working with tonight with this moon or what you're bringing into the circle tonight. So if this is your first time tuning in, I just want to say welcome and introduce myself. My name is Vina Lene Rachel. I am a moon priestess. I'm an intuitive, a channeler of the divine, an emotional alchemist, and I host these moon circles every new moon and every full moon that I can. I very rarely miss a circle. I've been doing this for a little over four years now, and I like to host these circles in the ether, in the digital spaces, so that we can reach an unlimited amount of people. Anytime that we're connecting here online, we have potential to reach a lot of energy. So feel free to always pop in around a new moon or full moon. Right now I'm doing these circles on Instagram. I've done them on Facebook in the past. I've done them on Zoom. I've done them on YouTube. Instagram's kind of my happy home for now. And then of course I always include the replays on YouTube and on my website, vinalinae.com, so that if you can't watch the live, you can always go back and tune into the replay. Also, if you're looking to just learn more about the moon or what's going on in the cosmos, I will guide you over to my website for that, vinalinae.com. I also write about every moon. I write about um, the tarot poll that I do for each moon. And the things that I write are a little bit different than the things that I say. So you might want to voyage over to my site and just read up on what's going on with this moon um, or what's going on with the cards that I pulled to guide us through this lunar portal. So tonight we are going to talk all about the full moon in Virgo. We'll quickly touch base on what it means to be in full moon energy and then we'll talk about Virgo's influence on this moon. We're also going to touch base briefly on Jupiter and Venus right now because they are coming into play. We're also going to go into the eastern side of the world, talk about Holly, the celebration of Holly going on right now, and also the Vedic astrology of this moon. So if you are are ready to learn about the moon, I invite you to get cozy. Go ahead and get yourself something to take notes with if you need it. And we are actually going to start with some deep, deep breathing. So I always like to start these moon circles. Sorry guys, I have like the itchiest ears right now. I just did hot yoga and I just feel like my ears are a little itchy from sinus drainage. Um, I always like to start our circles with three deep breaths just to help attune the energy and slow down and ground in. So I'm going to invite you to do the same wherever you are. Find nice supportive posture. Take a deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. Maybe loosen up, shake it up after that exhale. We're going to do this again. Maybe a little sound on this exhale. Deep breath in and out. Just shaking out, loosening up. And on the third one, I'm going to reach my arms overhead. You can join me. Inhale and exhale. Grounding into this energy. So first I'm curious, are there any Virgo, sun, moon, rising people on the transmission? Feel free to put it in the comments now. And also feel free to put in the comments how this moon is affecting you right now. Maybe you've started to notice the energy. We usually feel the energy of a full moon about 48 hours before its peak. So you might have already started to sense the energetic shift of this lunar portal. You might have things coming up right now. Uh, with the moon, they're a little bit different than how things were a few days ago. But yeah, let me know how you're doing in the comments. Let me know if anything's coming up for you right now. And of course, feel free to utilize this chat as we move through this circle tonight. This is a communal space. The reason I host these circles online is because I want us to come together and ask our questions and feel like we're in this support circle where we can kind of put out what we're feeling or what we're going through and get a little bit of insight or guidance or support along the way. I've got to itch my nose and itch my ears, and I guess I'm just going to itch all over because this Virgo moon is making me really feel my earthy body right now. <laughs> 
Okay, so before we go a little bit deeper, let's start by just talking about a full moon because I always like to maybe assume that somebody is on this transmission that is brand new to learning about the moon, that they don't know anything about the moon. So I always like to say, hey, this is what's going on. So anytime that we are in a full moon portal, we have the sun on one side of the earth and the moon on the other side of the earth. So if my head was earth, we'd have the sun on one side, the moon on the other, and the sun is reflecting its light onto the moon. The moon is reflecting that onto the earth. And we're seeing the moon illuminated because of that. We also are a little bit more amplified right now because we operate by sunlight. Our circadian rhythm operates by sunlight. And so when we have more light at nighttime, we might feel a little bit more vibrant, we might be restless, we might not be sleeping as well. This is a time notoriously when animals are more active at night, you know, things tend to be going on at night, there's more socialization amongst people. It's an amplified, heightened energy of prana. What is prana? Well, prana is life force energy. It's the energy of the sun. It, helps us grow and survive. And so when that energy is reflecting onto the earth through the full moon, we're going to feel that extra prana because it's like having the sun turned on both during the day and during the night. So anytime we have heightened prana, we're pulled into our upper chakras. We're actually less grounded right now. We are less grounded with Earth's energy. We're more pulled towards the moon's gravity. And so we're not going to notice it if we step on a scale, but we do feel slightly lighter right now because of the energy. When we are less grounded, we're going to feel a little off in our energy. We're going to be pulled up into our head. We're going to have a very overactive, overthinking mind. We might be anxious right now. We might just feel emotionally imbalanced. All of this is pretty normal because of the moon. Another thing that tends to happen right now are injuries or accidents because of not being grounded and also not being as aware of what's going on with our body. We're not really thinking about it. We're kind of distracted. And with that comes a little bit of injury or accident. Ask anybody that works in the medical field. There's more emergency room visits during a full moon than any other time of the month. Ask anybody that works in childcare or education. Kids are crazier around a full moon. Ask anybody that works with animals. Animals are crazier around a full moon. We are quite literally lunatics ruled by that Luna, La Luna, lunar light. And so don't be surprised if you're feeling a little off right now, a little bit not yourself. It's just the moon messing with your energy. That's it. <laughs> okay. Now we also have to take into consideration Virgo energy. But before we do that, I want to bring in the guides and guardians of the five directions along with the five elements. This is something I do with every single one of our circles just to kind of seal in the energy, enhance the energy, and bring a little bit of extra magic to our spaces. Now, these elements that I'm going to use tonight, if you don't have them, that's okay. The great thing about the ether, speaking of magic, is that you absorb the energy of these elements here through the digital space. Even if you're in another space than me, obviously you're not here in my studio with me, but because you're tuning in on the um, internet, you will receive the energy of these elements. Also, if you have these elements in your life, you could bring them into the circle or into this full moon portal or work with these in your own spiritual practices as well. I always start with the earth element. Today, I am suggesting that we work with rose quartz. Very simple crystal, easy to get your hands on. It has this really beautiful pink touch to it. It's a very light pink. Sometimes you can get like a darker pink rose quartz, but it's usually this light pink color. Sometimes it's almost um, clear or looks like clear quartz. But yes, rose quartz has a rosy color to it. It works with the heart chakra, and it also works with the energies of purity and pleasure. It's going to work with your sacral chakra a little bit. And if you are a female, it's especially going to enhance the energies of the womb. 
Virgo energy. This moon is in the full moon of Virgo and, or the moon is in the sign of Virgo. I don't know why I said it like that, <laughs> but um, Virgo energy is all about purity, wholeness. It's related to the rose flower and it can be also related to virginity. Although this doesn't necessarily mean sexual chastity. We'll kind of talk about that tonight, but any sort of wholeness or purity, um, you would want to work with rose quartz. You know, thinking about the pure energy of love, we're trying to enhance that when we work with this crystal. Now, if you didn't have rose quartz, you could also um, use like rose shaped crystals. So maybe you have desert rose selenite, or you have a rose rock, both of those would be great to use with this energy as well. But anything related to the rose or brings kind of that red pink color into your life, those would be crystals I would work with right now. Now, I did have some white sage to burn tonight for another earth material, but I forgot it. I left it at home. Now, I believe that everything happens for a reason and that I'm dealt with the materials I'm supposed to work with, and I did still have some smudging spray. So this is a sage smudging spray that I made out of my own tincture charged under the moon, and I still had a little bit of that left. And I almost feel like this is more appropriate to use for smudging right now, because although we're in the full moon of Virgo, we're still in the lunar season or the um, sun season of Pisces. So we're in the Pisces moon cycle, and we're also in Pisces season right now, which is a water sign. So if we're combining truly the energies of earthly Virgo and watery Pisces, we might want to work with a smudging spray instead of the typical like lighting a smudging stick on fire. Now you could certainly do that as well right now, but I'm going to use the smudging spray. So I'm just going to take this, I'm going to take it to you, a little setting spray, and then we'll go all around to cleanse and set this space. Make sure the text all smudged and good to go and clearing the air. Okay, so another form of water, by the way, and because we don't have the fire tonight, by the way, with the smudge, I have the fire behind us. So I have the beautiful pink and purple fire of my fireplace going but you can have any sort of fire to bring in that fire element into your circle tonight. You could simply make yourself a hot tea. The fire that you use to create the tea, that would be that energy of fire coming into your circle. So very easy ways to bring in practical magic and bring elements into the circle when you don't have exactly what you need at hand. Okay, so moving on, we have earth, we have fire, we've talked about water, but I would also suggest working with a couple of other essential oils tonight. I love using the power of aromatherapy because it brings in the energy of the plant, which is earth, the water, which is the liquid form of the plant or the energy of the plant, the air element, because we use our olfactory system to breathe in these oils, to smell them. And it also brings in the energy of fire because oils are collected through steam distillation. So if you have vetiver, I highly suggest working with this one tonight. And I think we might've brought this up in the previous uh, Pisces new moon circle, but I can't quite remember. Regardless, vetiver helps you ground into your dreams. Now it's great for just grounding and resting and sleeping. If you're struggling with sleep right now under this moon, this uh, grounding oil might actually help you connect to your root chakra and relax a little bit more, but it also helps you energetically ground your dreams into reality. One of the things about Pisces energy, again, remember we're in Pisces season, is Pisces is very artistic, very creative, has a huge imagination. They come up with all these wonderful dreams and ideas, but actually making them 
happen, turning them into the reality, making them fruitful is a whole other thing. Now, we're just opposite of the zodiac. We're in the full moon of Virgo. By the way, you can always tell what sign the full moon is in because it's the opposite of whatever the sun sign is, right? The moon is opposite the sun. If the sun's in Pisces, then opposite the zodiac wheel, you're going to find Virgo. So this full moon is in Virgo, which is that earth energy. And Virgo energy is all about taking the steps to get there, following the directions. And so we are moving into an energy now of kind of grounding everything in, not letting it just be out there in our mind or in our dreams. So if you are ready to actually make your dreams a reality, ground into them, do the work on them, then bring more vetiver into your life. You could physically dilute this and put it on your feet. You could put it in your diffuser. You could make sure to have it around you when you're sleeping or resting and also have it around you when you're thinking about how you want to take action on your dreams. Now, I also suggest working with rose oil if you have that, but rose oil can be really expensive. It's one of the highest frequency oils, so it's pretty pricey. If you don't want to spend the money on rose oil or if you don't have any rose oil, under this Virgo full moon, you could work with a rose hydrosol or a rose water. So what is a hydrosol? Well, you have your essential oils. So a plant is steam distilled and the oily substance that comes off the plant, that's your essential oil. There's also water that comes off the plant as a byproduct. That water that's collected is known as a hydrosol. You can also simply make a rose water or a rose tea to bring in those energies as well. So just like we did with our, our smudging spray to cleanse, I'm just gonna give you a little rose water as like a setting spray to set our energy even more. It smells really, really good. And we bring in that power of rose to really raise the frequency of our energy. Now, finally, the fifth element I've already mentioned, it's the ether. It's this digital space that we're using to connect. And the great thing I love about the ether, it withstands space and time. If the um, transmission stays in the ether, the more people that tune into it, the more amplified it becomes, the energy of the space grows. So everything that comes through tonight, it will only get stronger as time goes on and more people tune in. So that's the great power of the ether. And that's why I like to use this in uh, my circle as the fifth element. Now that we have our five elements, I always want to pray to the guides and guardians of the five directions, bringing them into our circle as well. You can join me in this prayer if you'd like. Otherwise, just sit and receive the energy. I'd like to begin by welcoming in the guides and guardians of the east with their element of air. We're utilizing this through the power of aromatherapy tonight and smudging sprays. But we also know that air represents fresh breaths, new beginnings, the prana of this full moon. And the air can help us to make change with ease of the wind. So as we navigate the rest of this lunar cycle, we thank the guides and guardians of the element of air and the east for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire, transformative energy that we really feel right now from the light of the full moon reflecting the light of the sun, that fiery energy. We also know that the fires of energetic release are burning now under this moon and the energy of Holly, helping us to burn away what no longer serves. So we thank the gods and guardians of the South with their element of fire for being in our circle tonight. We also bring in the gods and guardians of the West with their element of water. We're in this watery sun season of Pisces. Now the moon comes in to control the water just a little bit, help us to find some dry land. But we know that the water also helps us to move through time, to float by with ease. The water represents creativity and fertility. 
And so we thank the guides and guardians of water and the West for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the North with their element of earth, the earthy materials we've brought into our circle, the rose quartz, the vetiver oil, the rose water, all of the things that we need. We also thank our ancestors for being here and the generations that haven't yet come, but the energy still remains in our bloodline. We thank the guides and guardians of the North with their element of earth for being in our circle tonight. And finally, we invite in the guides and guardians of the fifth element, the spirit realm, the ether, the akash, all that ever was and all that ever will be, spirit guides, spirit animals, angels, archangels, deities, cosmic races, cosmic beings, source consciousness, source energy. We invite it all into our circle tonight. And we thank the guides and guardians of the ether, the fifth element, for being in our circle tonight. Hmm. With that, our circle is officially sealed and open. Let's talk a little bit more about Virgo energy. So this moon is in the sign of Virgo. Virgo is known as the cosmic purist or cosmic perfectionist or cosmic virgin. Now, the word virgin has a bit of a sexual taint to it these days. That's not necessarily what we're talking about when we talk about the word virgin. We're actually referring to the original definition that means one who is whole unto themselves. A virgin was once somebody like a priestess or a temple dweller. They were somebody that couldn't be swayed. They couldn't be, you know, moved in a different way. They knew their truth. They knew who they were. They knew what they believed. And they had enough bliss in that, enough ananda, that they didn't need outside bliss or outside source. And typically that bliss was found in orgasm, right? And that's where the sexual thing comes in. And yes, many times a virgin or a priestess or a temple dweller was chaste when it comes to their sexuality. But that's because they simply didn't need it. They had achieved that bliss in other forms and didn't need the typical earthly human stuff. They've moved beyond that, so to say. Now, when you talk about moving beyond, there is a bit of that with the Virgo essence. Virgo essence is kind of beyond things, above things. They tend to like kind of look down their nose at things and you might be feeling that. You might be feeling yourself judging others right now, looking down on others, thinking that you could do it better, thinking that you do it better already, thinking that you could be a better person, thinking about what you would do if you were the person in power. A lot of that may come up with this moon. Remember that the full moon is a time of heightened prana it's overactive mind, overthinking mind. And so you might be in a time right now embracing this Virgo energy and just thinking about ways that you could perfect things, make them better, right? Virgo energy is known for organizing chaos. Now, if you know a Virgo, if you've ever met a Virgo, you know that they love to clean and organize and make lists and organize things. And they're, they're very big into structure, but also we feel that deep down inside because Virgos like to organize chaos, okay? So this is a time when you might find yourself wanting to clean up messes. Maybe it's your physical home, your car, your, you know, your spaces, but maybe it's the internal messes. Maybe you have some energetic stuff going on right now or emotional stuff that you need to clean up and balance. Maybe you're focused on the external with other people and their dramas and their craziness and you want to help fix that. A lot of times Virgo energy tends to deflect out. They want to like, okay, perfect example. If they're upset, they're probably going to clean because making the thing better through cleaning 
helps them feel like they're taking care of things inside, even if they're not. So if you find yourself deflecting from your feelings right now, deflecting from your imperfections and wanting to do other things, know that you might want to rein that back in and give more attention to yourself. Virgo energy is an earth sign. It's very attuned to the earthly human body and the earthly human experience. So anytime that we're under a full moon in Virgo, we might have things illuminated with our emotions, with our energetic imbalances, or with our actual body. So you might have like things on your body bothering you. A Virgo known for wanting to be a perfectionist, they tend to pick at their body. They notice like every little pimple, every little scar, every little gray hair, you know, every little mole, they're going to get it checked out. Every little thing that feels off in their body, they're probably going to get it checked out or they're going to notice it or they're going to bring voice to it. We might feel that right now too. You might notice really weird things in your body just kind of rising up out of nowhere. For example, my foot, my right foot has been, my foot and ankle, it's been broken twice, surgically reconstructed the second time. I haven't had an issue in like 15 years or something. And out of the blue, I kid you not, yesterday, my foot all of a sudden started kind of hurting like it has a stress fracture. I'm, it's not hurting all the time, but certain angles in my yoga practice, certain angles in my movement, I feel like I have a stress fracture going on. So that kind of rose up out of nowhere, but it's definitely my body saying, hey, pay attention to me, there's something going on, and I probably need to take more rest. Typically when our body is whispering at us, typically when our body is talking to us, it's time to pay attention to it. If it's whispering, listen to that before it starts screaming at you. So use this form, full moon portal to pay extra attention to your body, to your physical body, maybe any um, disease or ailments or things with your health. You know, this previous full moon that we just, or sorry, not full moon, the previous new moon that we had was in Shadabisha Nakshatra. And in the Vedic astrology, Shadabisha Nakshatra is a time when things in our health are um, brought to the surface. So, you know, maybe there's something with our health that we need to pay attention to and it's come to light over these past two weeks. We need to start giving that more attention and shift our habits and shift our energy towards making all of that better if it is off. Now, Virgo energy, liking to follow directions and having lists and to-dos and making plans and schedule things and, and filling out the calendar, you know, this is a good time to create healthy habits, to create ritual around healthy routine, to do things that support your body and support your health and support your emotional and energetic balance. So I would definitely use this full moon. If you haven't already started to fill out like a day planner or a scheduler, you might want to start incorporating that into your life. Use this full moon to fill things out and not just like your day to day and where you need to be, but also self care. Fill out your calendar with your self care routine. Fill out your calendar with your spiritual practices. Fill out your calendar with your healthy habits. These are the things that you need to focus on right now. And if you write them down, it provides a little bit more of a commitment. It makes you hold more integrity. So make sure that you are planning out everything that you want to do with your life accordingly, but also write it down like you're really having to commit to it. Okay, if anything's coming up, feel free to put it in the chat, of course, if you have any questions or anything else going on. Really quickly, I want to talk about Venus and Jupiter because it's been all over the internet. If you know nothing about astrology and you happen to look outside this week, earlier this week, Jupiter and Venus were practically kissing the moon. And then over these past few days, they've grown apart a little bit, but they're still in conjunction with one another. On the western side of the world, both Venus and Jupiter are in the sign of Aries. And right now, they are bringing in a lot of energy with this moon. You know, Aries is the next sign after Pisces, and we're slowly moving to that energy. So as we're in this full moon now preparing for the next new moon to be in Aries, we're asking ourselves how we can start to align a little bit with that energy as well. So we have Jupiter and we have Venus 
coming into play in the house of Aries, the house of taking action, the house of doing things, the house of masculine energy. Jupiter is the planet of joy, fun, bliss, excitement, growth, prosperity, fortune, abundance. Venus is the planet of love, sex, pleasure, feminine energy, worthiness, relationships. Anytime these two planets are in the sign of Aries, it's time to take action on those topics. So you should be taking action towards creating more pleasure in your life. You should be taking action towards creating more fun in your life. You should be taking action towards creating more prosperity and abundance and fortune in your life. How do you do that? Will you find gratitude for everything you have right now? And the more gratitude you have, the more you will have to be thankful for, the more prosperous you will become. When we are in the planet of sexuality and we're aligning that with the sign of go get it, you can guess, right? This is a time of maybe amplified energies in the world of sexuality. Um, you Either way, it is a time to feel good, it is a time to have fun, and it is a time to explore more adventure, excitement, and spontaneity in your life. Now, we also have to consider that Jupiter and Venus are very close to the moon right now. So the moon being in Virgo, a sign that likes to take action, like take actionable steps, follow the directions, read the instruction manual. Jupiter and Venus are coming in right now and saying, hey, whatever you plan, whatever steps you take, make sure you have fun along the way. Make sure you enjoy pleasurable times along the way. Don't just let it be all this like hard work that you have to do to get there. Let yourself enjoy the ride in the process. Okay, let's travel over to the eastern side of the world and let's talk about Vedic astrology because Vedic astrology and Western astrology are very similar even when they're one sign off from one another. So anytime we're on the eastern side of the world, we're going to be one sign before the western side of the world, okay? But somehow they still align in their energies. So on the west, we have the full moon in Virgo, the sign of the virgin, the sign of the cosmic purist. On the eastern side of the world, we have the moon in Purva Palguni Nakshatra. This is the star of birth or the star of rebirth and it's represented by a marriage bed or a ripened fruit. This is a star of fertility. This is a lunar mansion of fertility and this particular nakshatra is found in the tail of the Leo lion which is very adventurous and spontaneous and playful but also restful. So think about the lion. Think about how the lion typically hunts at night and naps during the day. Well, if we have a full moon bringing in that energy, we are certainly feeling amplified right now. We're feeling a little adventurous. We're feeling like going after the unknown, the darkness, the dreams that haven't gotten here yet the life that we want to step into that isn't here yet. We want to start going after this stuff. We want to start actually going on the hunt, right? But with that, we also need to make sure we take rest and we enjoy leisure time as well. So even on the Eastern side of the world, we're still being guided to work on our dreams, but also find this balance between pleasure and joy, and then like hard work and challenging times. It should be an easy, joyful experience to create the life of our dreams, not something that causes us a lot of turmoil and anguish. Another thing we have to consider right now with the eastern side of the world is this moon signifies holly, 
one of the largest Hindu festivals, one of the biggest celebrations in India. This is the festival of color. This is where those colored powders are thrown everywhere, or in some parts of India, they actually throw flowers. All of this color signifies springtime and what's to come, but it's also signifying kind of the like colors of bliss, the colors of Ananda, the colors of joy. And this actual celebration, the celebration of Holly, in some areas, it represents the marriage of Radha and Krishna. In other traditions, it's more about marriage of sun and moon. You know, we've got the full moon and the sun amplifying the moon. Um, it's also representative of just the marriage of masculine and feminine energy. So we're thinking about life. We're thinking about the creation of life. And with that, there is a lot of joy and bliss and color. I kind of think about the movie Pleasantville, and I know this is an older movie these days, but it, um, you know, maybe put it in the comments if you've seen the movie Pleasantville. Um, but you remember in the beginning, if you've seen it, you know, everything's in black and white. And then in one particular part of the movie, uh, one of the characters, she experiences um, self-pleasure and she experiences an orgasm. And then all of a sudden she starts seeing in color. And then we start to slowly see bit by bit, we see people starting to um, move out of their black and white life and they start displaying themselves in color and their lives become colorful because they've had this like blissful experience, right? So this is kind of what Holly represents in a way it represents the bliss of conception the bliss of creation and you know we don't have to always go back to like sexuality and fertility kind of like we're thinking about virginity with virgo energy on the western side of the world but we just think about this as creative flow right creative energy um creation energy you know winter is a time of darkness everything seems to be dead lifeless cold but somehow something happens with nature and sure enough as we move into spring all of the colors come back the trees bud the flowers bloom the grass pops up and we start to see life again the animals come out so this is the energy that we're starting to fill with this moon. We're starting to feel that itchiness of coming out of, you know, the, the frozen tundra and moving towards the light, moving towards the sun. We also start to feel like we want to create a new life, that we want to start to conceive new things. You know, we move into those spring and summer months where we have more sunlight. We are more energized to work on ourselves. We're more... Um, encouraged to shift our habits you know one of the things that I want to do is get back more into believe it or not get back into a stronger meditation and asana yoga practice as a yoga teacher I certainly get in a lot of asana but I am not going to my fullest expression when I am teaching because that's not my practice I need my own time for my own practice to go deeper. Same thing with meditation. I have times of meditation every day, but certainly not to the length or the amount that I want to. And I know that I am a healthier, happier person when I do more meditation and yoga every day. Honestly, when I get in a good like hour of yoga and at least like 20 minutes of meditation every day. So I'm going to start shifting my habits and getting up a little bit earlier in the day because my son likes to sleep in late. So if I can just get up earlier around like that 6 a.m. mark, then I can get my meditation in and I can get the things done in my day that I need to take care of so that I have more time later in my day when I like to practice in the afternoon. I actually have the time to do that. But that's coming now with this shift of this moon, with this shift of this new season, with the sun rising a little bit earlier. I'm like, okay, the season is shifting. The sun is coming out. It's time for me to shift my own habits and start to develop more around my own energetic alignment and health. So that's just one example, but you are trying to initiate things on a regular basis, if not day to day, that start creating the life of your dreams. In the life of my dreams, I would have a two to three hour window every single day to get my spiritual practice in, in my dream life. Now, do I have that yet? No, 
but can I start to carve out a little bit of time to get there? Yes, and I guarantee the more time I commit towards regular daily meditation and yoga, the more time I will have, and eventually I'll get to that dream that I've been envisioning in my mind. So whether you're looking at things from the eastern side of the world with Holly, with its um, star of rebirth, the star of reinventing yourself, the star of creation, or whether you're looking at things from the western side of the world with Jupiter and Venus saying, hey, start creating that life of joy and bliss that you want, full of pleasure, or you're looking at Virgo and saying, hey, I'm ready to reclaim my life as the whole sovereign self I am in my truth, in my practices, not swayed by other people, not distracted by other energies. If that is what you're looking to do, now is the time to do it, right? Full moons are about letting go. They're about release. They come to us halfway through the lunar cycle. They are a check-in point. They ask us to stop, pause, see how we feel, and ask ourselves if where we are is where we want to be. Do we want to keep working on the same goals and dreams, or do we want to abandon ship and move on to a different path? Do we want to keep having the same healthy habits or the same spiritual practices, or do we want to shift and do something else? Every single month we have a lunar cycle, and every single month we have a full moon halfway check-in point for us to ask ourselves those questions. So underneath this Virgo full moon, check in with your body, check in with your energy, check in with your dreams, check in with any chaos you need to organize, and start to focus more on what you actually want to create in this world, in this year, and in this upcoming season of spring. Use this last full moon of winter to let go of whatever you need to that's standing in your way of evolving, rebirthing yourself, moving forward. So this is going to be a shorter moon circle tonight. I can already tell. Sometimes we go an hour and a half, but I think we're going to do right about an hour tonight. I don't have a lot to say. Um, I wrote a lot about the moon today, so make sure you go to my website, vinalinae.com. Click on Moon Musings. You can read all about it. Um, there's a lot more to say about the Eastern side of the world and the Vedic astrology of this moon. It's an interesting moon because it brings an energy of both, um, it, it brings an energy of spontaneous creation. So thinking about the process of conception, like actual conception, right? Well, conception happens through sex and typically it happens through orgasm. So we have this like spontaneous feeling or spontaneous burst of energy and with that also comes the creation of life now that's just one example sometimes we have a spontaneous aha moment in our mind and out of that comes an innovative idea or an invention right so this is a time to just pay attention to what comes about all of a sudden right like my foot all of a sudden started bothering me and I thought, ooh, I need to get back more into some of my strength um, practices with yoga. And I also probably need more downtime and meditation to rest and let my body heal if it does have a stress fracture. And that was a very like spontaneous thing that came out of nowhere. And out of that, I'm creating a different life full of different habits to support better health and alignment. So that's what's going on with this moon. That's what's coming up. That's what you may experience and what you may have to navigate between now and the next few days or even these last two weeks as we wrap up this lunar cycle, you might have these things come up. So if there are any questions, please put them in the comments. If there's anything you want to share, put it in the comments. I'm going to grab a drink of water. We are going to do a quick meditation, speaking of, and then we're going to do our tarot reading to wrap everything up. So every moon, I like to have some sort of practice for us to do. Lately, we've been doing a lot of breath work. So if you go back and um, view the previous moon circles, we've been doing a lot of breath work. Tonight, we're going to move into meditation. 
And this is going to be a very simple meditation for you to simply tune within. Really take advantage of this Virgo energy and tune within. You'll see what I mean as we do it. Let's go ahead and drop in. Wherever you are, find supportive posture. If it is safe for you to do so, you're going to close your eyes. If it is not safe for you to close your eyes, you might want to come back to this uh, moon circle, come back to the recording when you have the time to close your eyes safely. But wherever you are, take a moment, just breathe, ground in, slow down. I want you to think about a different version of yourself that you're trying to become. Who are you trying to create? How are you trying to rebirth and reinvent yourself? What are the changes you're trying to make? For me, I'm trying to become a better practicing yogi. But for you, it might be something different. Think about who you're trying to become, your ideal self. And as you see this version of yourself in your mind, really see the details. Like, what do you look like? What are you doing? How do you feel? And as you start to embody this future self, this ideal self that you're trying to become, I want you to ask yourself, what does it take to get there? What actual steps do you need to take to become this ideal version of yourself? Notice the first thing that comes up. First thing that comes up is the answer. Just take a moment to reflect on that. What do you need to do to become this ideal version of yourself? Now we're going to take it one step further. Instead of just thinking about yourself, and this version of yourself and who you're trying to create, I want you to think about your entire life. I want you to think about your dream life. The life that you envision in your dreams. If everything came true, what would that be like? What would you be doing? What would life be like in every detail? And as you reflect on this future life, I want, to, um, want you to again ask yourself what it takes to get there. Starting with just one step. You don't have to worry about all of the steps. Just taking one step to get there. To create your dream life. What is one thing that you can do right now to bring more of that life into your present? Notice the first thing that comes up, it's your answer. Now take a deep breath. And let go when you're ready. Blink your eyes open. When it comes to the version of ourself that we're trying to create or our dream life, our goals, our ambitions, our intentions. It can be really overwhelming sometimes to think about how far fetched that is and what it's going to take from now to there to get there. But I promise you that your inner self and your guides that tune into your inner self know what you need to do and they know those first steps that you need to take and from there you'll have more steps and from there you'll have more steps but you have to start somewhere so for me I know if I want to become a better practicing yogi if I want to really be in my spiritual practices of meditation and asana and studying the spiritual texts 
that I have to start creating more time for that now. And my body tells me, you need to get up earlier. Like that's the first thing that comes to mind. You need to get up earlier. So I go, oh, getting up earlier is the thing I need to do to start making a shift towards this person I'm trying to create. Now on the flip side, when I was thinking about my dream life, I saw myself on the beach because in my dream life, I would be living in Florida or a tropical place and I would be teaching there, but I would also be just like enjoying more leisure time on the beach. And when I asked myself, what does it take to get there? Because I live in Southeast Iowa right now. I'm nowhere near having a house on the beach in Florida. All that was said to me was start doing more yoga. <laughs> That's it. Start doing more yoga. Because if I start doing more yoga, I'm going to start having more yoga to teach. And more ideas are going to come to me. And I'm going to be more open. I'm going to be more in my flow. And I'm going to be more attuned to working on my dreams and intentions. So sometimes the answers are really simple and we start with the simple answer that seems like, what? Like, what is that when it comes to getting to my dream? How is that going to help? But you'd be surprised. Sometimes it's those little bitty steps that help you get there. So fill out your calendars, get your day planners, Start uh, writing in all the things that you need to do to work on your dreams, the things that came to mind just now. Fill in plenty of self-care as well, healthy habits, all that good stuff. And, you know, anything that you're trying to get rid of, maybe write that down as well. You know, one of the things I mentioned was that we're celebrating Holly right now in India. And one of the parts of celebrating Holly is the night before the full moon, there's a ton of fires lit all over India. And they represent... The burning away of things that don't serve, don't serve us, transgressions, jealousies, angers, conflict. It's a time of letting go of the shadows and opening up more to the light. So if you have things that you're trying to let go of, things that you're trying to shift, things that you're trying to get rid of, relationships you're trying to shift, whatever it is, maybe you write it down with this full moon and you burn it away. Because when you burn it away... It's no longer the same, and it helps you to see the transformation happen. Okay, I'm going to shift direction, take a few breaths, and I'm going to show you the tarot reading that I pulled for tonight. My husband is actually texting me right now going, are you going to come home? And he's a Virgo, by the way, and I wrote, speaking of planning, I wrote on the board that I was going to be home. We have like a chalkboard. And I said, yeah, I've got a moon circle tonight. Won't be home until 930. And um, he didn't listen. So we're just going to send him a little message and say, yeah, after my moon circle. Let him know I'm coming home in a bit. Good to know he cares about me, though. That's important. <laughs> All right. So before we do this tarot reading, I always pull cards for our new moon and full moon for a little bit of guidance. But before I do that, I like to take a moment to, again, just invite in a little bit of a prayer. You can join me on this if you would like. I just want to take a moment to recognize the cards for being in our circle tonight. Thanking the Tarot for being here. Thanking you for the, thanking the messages that come through. And inviting ourselves to be open to what we need to receive in a different form. We thank the cards for being in our circle tonight, saying what they have to say. I'm going to start with our past card. I pulled the sun. And it's true because we are now on the other side of winter. And that happened previously in our past, not too long ago. We moved on the other side of winter with winter solstice. And we moved into the return of the light. The return of the sun, longer days, warmer days, and pretty soon we'll be in the season of spring and summer where the sunlight is at its peak. Now, the other thing about this particular card in the tarot is it's representing the light that rises, like the rainbow after the storm or the, the dawn of a new day after the darkest night. Here on this particular card, it's Egyptian mythology talking about this beetle that 
pushes the sun under the dirt and then the sun comes back up regardless. This is talking about the challenging times that we've been through, challenging times in our past. And really, I think this is about kind of the previous like past few months, like you might've been going through addictions or seasonal depressions or been in some sort of funk. And with that comes darkness, comes dark times, dark frequency, dark feelings, but we always have the opportunity to rise up to the light again. How do we do it? We find the gold or the light in that dark experience. We find the wisdom that we gained, the lesson learned. We try to find ourselves fortunate from the experience. And with that, more fortunate things will come along. This card in particular is the number 19. That is a one plus nine, creating the master number 10. Anytime we're in the number of 10, it's about the next chapter of our life or the next evolution. This isn't a beginning, a new beginning. This is a re-beginning or a rebirth. So use this full moon portal, use this last full moon of winter to let go of the versions of yourself that you no longer want to be attached to and let yourself be open to this lighter, more heartfelt version of yourself that's starting to rise up now. For the present, I pulled the Queen of Cups and I love this particular card. This is from the White Sage Tarot, by the way, but we have this otter with a crown on her head and she's sipping her tea as she lazily floats down the river. The Queen of Cups is about pleasure. It's about enjoying a life full of pleasure. And right now, Jupiter and Venus are saying, absolutely, that is the only way to live. And they're encouraging us right now to live in this way. We also have Venus governing the eastern side of the world. So this Purva Palguni Nakshatra that the moon is currently in in Vedic astrology. This lunar mansion is governed by Venus, initiating a um, feeling to go with more flow, to be more feminine, to be more creative, and also just to kind of be in our emotions, to be in the flow of it, not trying to like control things, not trying to work too hard, but just letting things kind of process and be and move through. This is a star of relaxation. This is a time of rest. This is a time of enjoying more of what you like to do. Remember that on the east, uh, western side of the world, this moon is in Virgo, and Virgo energy is about wholeness or being whole unto themselves. So with this Queen of Cups, you are being guided right now to live a life that you want, full of your bliss, your joy, and your pleasures, and try not to let anything else get in the way of that. Finally, for our future card, we have the Knight of Wands. We have the Hawk here. There's some pyramids in the background. The Knight of Wands represents the adventure seeking of the unknown. So getting excited about going after your dreams that are scary and mysterious and unknown and not here yet, but trusting in what you've already been through to give you the strength to keep moving forward and make it all a success. You know, these pyramids on this card represent like challenging times that you've been through or maybe battles of the past, but you have hindsight now. You know, a hawk can see really far ahead and they have laser vision when it comes to finding their prey and honing in on it and going after it. And we're kind of being encouraged to do the same right now. You know, think about this future self you want to become. Think about your future dreams and desires. Get laser focused on them and keep moving forward with the hindsight, knowledge, and wisdom that you've already gained from challenges of the past. The knight, anytime we pull a knight card, it's about going to battle. But when we have the wands, it's about going to battle around our magic. So this is a card that's telling us to start embracing our gifts, embracing our intuition, strengthening those things. And if we start living out of that, it will make our dreams come to us with much more ease and less of a fight along the way. 
This is what I have for you tonight, loves. I appreciate you being here and spending this hour with me. If you have anything coming up, feel free to put it in the comments now before we seal our circle. If you have any questions that are coming up, feel free to put that in the circle as well. We will be meeting again on March 21st. It's a Tuesday. It's almost two weeks from now. We'll meet on March 21st to celebrate spring and the new moon in Aries. So that's what we have coming up just to kind of keep you posted and keep you scheduling in your calendar with this Virgo full moon energy. I don't see anything else coming up in the comments, so I think we'll go ahead and wrap things up tonight, kind of short and sweet tonight, but hopefully the circle served you. I want to end by saying another prayer to release the guides and guardians of the five directions, and then we will wrap up our evening. I want to start by thanking the guides and guardians of the fifth element, the ether, for being in our circle tonight for bringing in the wisdom from source consciousness and any other sources that we need to hear. We thank you for your guidance. We thank you for your wisdom. And we send you on your way as you exit our circle. We also release the guides and guardians of the north with their earth elements and also with our ancestors. We thank the energy of these elements for being in our circle tonight. And we thank the guidance that our ancestors give us we send them along their way as they exit our circle we also thank the guides and guardians of the west with their element of water for being in our circle tonight helping us to cleanse and wash away what no longer needs to be attached helping us to find more creative fluidity and also helping us to use the water to be more present in time. We thank the guides and guardians of the West with their water as they exit our circle. We also thank the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire, transformative energy burning away what no longer serves, and also igniting a catalyst within us to spark our dreams and help us to burn our desires towards those dreams becoming our reality. We thank the guides and guardians of the South with their fire as they exit our circle. And finally, we thank the guides and guardians of the East with their element of air, bringing in fresh breaths and new beginnings. We also trust in the grounding of the exhales, helping to balance out this heightened prana of the full moon. We thank the guides and guardians of the East with their element of air as they exit our circle. With that, our circle is complete and finished. I hope that this time served you. I hope that you have more direction toward your dreams and what you are working on. I hope that you feel grounded. I hope that you feel more in tune with your body and your energy. And until we meet again for the new moon, the fiery new moon in Aries on March 21st, may we all be happy. May we all be healthy. May we all feel safe. May we all feel loved, be loved, and love one another. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. Blessed be. Namaste. hope today's message served you. If you enjoy the Follow Your Path podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. As a thank you, every month I do a drawing from the reviews and I choose one person to win a free one hour, one-on-one soul coaching session with me. This can be done in person or online depending on where you are. I also feature reviews on my website and social media. So thank you for the feedback and the testimonials. It truly is an honor to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to meeting with you again in the next episode.